You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the Purple Podcast. Welcome back to Score North Live with me, Matthew Collar, here on 1500. I welcome in now to the show to discuss the prospects of the Vikings trading for Antonio Brown, a former WGR 550 2020 sports anchor and now host at 93.7 The Fan and also CBS Sports Radio, Andrew Filipponi. Andrew, how are you? That's a long introduction, Matthew. It I'll is. Take it. Uh, I'm, I'm well. I'm drinking a cup of coffee right now. I'm trying to process uh, your thought process of Antonio Brown ending up in uh, Vikings country. Okay, so let me start with this. The Vikings one time, way back when, had these three amazing receivers, and they went 15-1, and one, and at least two out of the three receivers had problems getting along with people, and it just didn't matter because they were so good at football. And yeah. that's that's my starting point for this. And I guess you're probably going to tell me that Antonio Brown is a major, massive problem in the locker room and it would ruin everything. Well, who would be the Jake Reed in this uh, triumvirate? Who would be the guy who took the back seat to Chris Carter and Randy Moss, so to speak? Stephon Diggs? Well, you know, it's a good question, but if the Vikings... Thielen? Does Thielen say, okay, I guess instead of 120 catches, I'll go with like 60 that's next a, year? Would he be okay with that? If he gets paid, if he gets a contract extension this offseason, which I think he will, Adam Thielen, I think that it would be okay. And if you look at the numbers from back then, I mean, you're talking about the 90s when quarterbacks threw 400 passes, so somebody ended up with 45. Kirk Cousins threw over 600 last year. So if he's going to throw 550 or 600 passes, yeah. you can get these guys the football. Yeah, I, I'll say this. Brown had a major problem with Juju Smith-Schuster's expanded role in the offense this year. And it manifested itself that last week of the year when the team, the players themselves, conduct a team MVP award that actually gets announced before the season is over, which is really stupid. <laughs> to have a popularity contest where guys' feelings get hurt uh, before the season is even over. And this time it blew up in the Steelers' face. Uh, A.B. felt underappreciated when Juju won the award. And it ended up with him walking out on the team, and you know, the rest is history. But I, I, I think for a team that already has one established wide receiver, and in Minnesota's case they actually have two, uh, A.B. is not a guy that wants to share. He wants the spotlight to himself. He wants to be, I think, credited for an offensive success. He wants to be the reason why the quarterback puts up big numbers. He wants to lead the league in targets. He wants to lead the league in yards. He wants to lead the league in receiving touchdowns. And there's nothing about him to this point, Matthew, that makes me feel like he has a I'll sacrifice to win bone in my body. I will relinquish looks. 
or I will sacrifice and give up stats if it's for the betterment of the team. So that would be, I think, an explosive situation. He goes to a team that already has one all-pro receiver and two Pro Bowl receivers. How does Brown fit in there? So how did how did you get there with Pittsburgh with him? I mean, how does he get to this point? Because he's been on the team for a long time. They have done a lot of winning. And, yes, he put up those huge numbers. He still got over 100 catches last year. It's not like yep. they, they were looking toward everybody else. I mean, is it just so much that the guy wants to lead the league in receptions every year, that, that that's his mindset and that's what, what the problem is? Or does it go beyond him because – Everything that yeah. he says, which, you know, of course, he's going to defend himself, but that points to Ben Roethlisberger, yeah. who doesn't seem like the greatest guy to get along with, <laughs> and Mike Tomlin, who doesn't seem like he has total control of the situation. I mean, is it just Antonio Brown being petulant, or is there more to this story? Well, from his perspective, it's a coach that has sided with the quarterback, and it's a quarterback who he takes personal umbrage with because... He thinks Ben uses his status within the organization to get away with things. Like, it's not Tom Brady getting Jimmy Garoppolo traded. It's not Aaron Rodgers getting Mike McCarthy fired, although Ben got Todd Haley fired. It's Ben knows that he is the most valuable person to the Steelers, and I think he... He exercises that right, and that includes when he's on our airwaves, he says a lot of things that co that other quarterbacks in the league, like Eli Manning or Kirk Cousins, would never say. And I honestly think for AB, like it, 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 he took it so personally, he so, he was so sensitive to some of the remarks that Ben made that uh, he doesn't want anything to do with him anymore. And it it, it goes back a few years, Ben has criticized A.B. for some outbursts and the way he's treated teammates and assistant coaches in the past. And it really boiled over when the Steelers lost a game in Denver. And after the game, instead of Ben taking responsibility for the interception he threw at the goal line, he blamed A.B. for the route that he ran. And then he said, I should have thrown the ball to Juju four times at the goal line anyway. So that is the tipping off point. That's the boiling over point. And I just think you now have a personality conflict where the wide receiver feels like the quarterback has thrown him under the bus too many times. Well, I, Kirk Cousins does occasionally point the uh, finger in other places, but I don't think he would go quite that far to say I should have thrown into another wide receiver. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, that would have been, that would have been like if, you know, Steve Young said, you know, I should have thrown it to JJ Stokes four times <laughs> instead of Jerry Rice. And, and, and we said it at the time here, that it was going to be, um, you know, it had the potential to turn into a massive meltdown. And I'll say this, Matthew, to AB's credit, the Friday after that game, which I think I want to say was the New England was the week of the New England game that they won. Um, I might have my games off. It might have actually been Oakland, but either way, he said that Friday before he said the right things. He took the high ground, and it was in that Q and A tweet fest that. AB had over the weekend. That was one of the things he mentioned. He actually posted the video and said, look, this is not me saying what I want to really say here. It's not me speaking from the harbor being honest, but you have to once in a while uh, say the politically correct thing. 
because you don't want a locker room uh, fiasco. And I guess that was one of the few times this year where Antonio Brown actually acted maturely and professionally. Andrew Filipponi from 93.7 The Fan here joining us on Score North Live. So what does Pittsburgh want? I mean, do they want to just talk him into staying and try to convince him that maybe there's not that many years left of Ben Roethlisberger being the quarterback? Are they making a hard run to keep him there, or are they starting to look around? Because the most common question I get when we talk about the Vikings trading for him is, okay, well, what is Pittsburgh even looking for, and could the Vikings do that? I mean, do they want a cornerback? Do they want three first-round picks, or is the price not going to be that high because the whole thing has been a powder keg? I mean, what do you think the price would be, and are they going to be able to, to convince him to stick around? Uh, I think to that point, it's over. I don't see any reconciliation. And one of the things that AB also has done here, he brought back, and this is not him doing it like in an interview or this isn't something that he said directly, but he's such a social media, uh, his whole brand, his whole life is on Instagram and Twitter. And, and Brown has went on uh, social media platforms and he's either retweeted or liked posts from people that have brought up Ben's uh, Milledgeville incident from back in 2010. Oh, wow. And so, you know, to me, that's the point of no return. Now that he's – the context of it was some guy tweeted, Ben's in the league and Kaepernick isn't, and, and Brown liked those comments. So that got – that went viral. That was picked up by a couple of places, and I don't think there's any way to mend fences with the quarterback after that. He also ripped into Tomlin – said that Tomlin made him look bad that he was hurt and that's why he didn't practice uh those two game those two days leading up to the week 17 matchup he said Tomlin called me a quitter so again it seems so personal there that I can't see the coach and the and and Brown kissing and making up so that's done I, I think the Steelers out of spite if they don't like what they get back they might just let them rot on their roster, kind of like the Eagles did that last year with Terrell Owens, but that's not ideal. They did that last year with Le'Veon Bell kind of in an indirect manner. So that's my roundabout way of saying, Matthew, I think they will trade them. I think they want a first-round pick. I don't think they'll get one. Um, I think depending on what happens with this incident last month in, in Florida, that the league is looking into a uh, possible violation of the personal conduct policy for this. Um, they didn't get arrested, but the police had to be called in and the mother of one of his kids pictures were taken. She claimed there were bruises and cuts from an altercation. So depending on how that goes, uh, if that goes away, then I think he could go for a second round pick. If it doesn't, then I think maybe the best the Steelers can get is a third round pick for Antonio Brown. So, they are going to quite literally, based on his production, trade him for nickels and dimes on the dollar. Wow. I mean, I was thinking that it would take more than that. I was looking no. at the Vikings roster and saying, well, do they have to send him a young cornerback or something no, like I think that? If, I, no, I think if, like, just as an example, I think if the Raiders called and offered one of those picks in the 20s, they'd take it right now. Wow. That's how desperate they are to get rid of him. So here's another part of my argument, not just that this worked once before with three great wide receivers. And we've seen through history that, you know, if you have 
this much skill and talent, if you had Thielen, Diggs, and Antonio Brown, it would just be unstoppable um, if, if you could make it work. But part of it for me, Andrew, is just that the Vikings signed Kirk Cousins to an $84 million contract over three years. They have two years left of that. And if it doesn't work, they're going to have to rebuild anyway. So if it blows up, oh well. It's like the, the, the ceiling on this thing is you could be in the Super Bowl. Terrell Owens went to the Super Bowl with the Eagles and then it blew up, but they went to the Super Bowl, right? And yeah. I, I, I think that there's a good case for just going all in. And if it doesn't work, at least you could say you did everything under the sun to give Kirk Cousins enough people to throw to. Yeah, I like that argument. I think the team that trades for him will be a desperate team. It might be one that has nothing to lose, like Arizona has been mentioned. They're the favorites in Vegas right now, actually, to get Brown. And I think it's because they were the worst offense in the NFL last year. Um, you also might have a situation where Larry Fitzgerald, if there's one guy that might be able to get through to Antonio Brown, someone who could look him in the eye and Brown would say, well, based on your career, I really can't treat you like crap. Uh, it would be him. Uh, plus Kingsbury and Kimes probably on the hot seat there needing to make a splash to keep his job as GM. So I think that keeps them in the mix. Uh, I think the Redskins are always a team because of Dan Snyder, who seems to go by fantasy football statistics more than anything <laughs> else when he's trying to uh, acquire players. So I think they're out there. And I think you've got the teams that might have a coach who realizes that the wins this season matter a GM who looks at it the same way. And it sounds to me like Minnesota matches that description. They might actually match it better than anybody else in that division. Green Bay's been mentioned, but is that the, was that the way LaFleur wants to start his coaching tenure with Antonio Brown? We know that Aaron Rodgers is a, is a prickly guy. And if AB had problems with Ben, I can't see things getting much better with Rodgers. I don't think the Bears want to mortgage more draft picks and make another splash trade. I think Khalil Mack was their move last year. And Detroit gets mentioned a lot, but I don't know if Patricia and the GM there are the kind of guys who would want to trade for Antonio Brown, especially when you look at some of the comments they made last week about Kareem Hunt and this whole like character nonsense thing that they're going for there. So I hadn't thought about Minnesota just because of Thielen and Diggs, but if Spielman and Zimmerman need a splash, then maybe I shouldn't completely rule them out. Well, that's part of it is that Zimmer and Spielman are on the last years of their contracts, and they are coming off of a year that was an extreme disappointment in which the Vikings passing game was not good. They were dead last in yards per completion, and if you like the advanced stats and things like that, they were no better than the Cincinnati Bengals in expected points added. It was not a good passing game. Wow, and I think... With Brown, one of the motivating factors for him is he wants to, he wants to be looked at as the, the engine, the guy who is responsible for a, a team's offense, either making a turnaround or taking it to the next level. So I know Cousins has already gotten paid, but the jury is still very much out on him. Oh, yes. As a quarterback. And I think that's part of what. AB's looking for in a trade. If he put together a list of landing spots and priorities, I think he wants a quarterback who will kowtow to him, will pacify him at times, will feed him the ball, 
but also isn't such a big ego, hasn't accomplished so much in the league where at this point he can put his rings on the table or his resume and say, I've done more than you. Mm-hmm. And in Minnesota, it's clearly a, a case where, you know, Cousins, for as much money as he's made, would have to look at Brown and, you know, Brown has at least been to an AFC championship game, which is obviously more than we can say about Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Well, uh, Andrew, I appreciate the insight. I'm really glad that I kind of brought you along there. Like at, yeah. fir- at first you were like, nah, man, you're crazy. Yeah. That's been my well, whole, that was my whole why? weekend That's on Twitter. I, I, I would love, I, if I had needed to drive him to Minneapolis or St. Paul <laughs> to make this happen, I would. I'm ready for a fresh start and a new chapter for the Steelers. I, I bet you it. guys just want a new topic, right? Like something no, else. No, I actually about. don't. This is the, be- this is the greatest thing. That's ever happened to me since, <laughs> since you know, that, I, I take that back. The best was in our first year here, the first year the radio station launched, the Steelers went to the Super Bowl. Oh, well, that but helps. I put, I, I put this at number two. I mean, th- this this is the gift that keeps on giving. This team has created a story, and most of it isn't through, like, great reporting or, you know, somebody peels the curtain back and gives you a look behind the scenes. These guys make the stories themselves mm-hmm. with the things they do either on the field uh, or on the radio or, on, in Brown's case, the things he does in social media. So it's insane. Andrew Filipponi, 93.7 The Fan. He also hosts on uh, CBS Sports Radio. And uh, I'm sorry about the Minnesota Wild, Andrew. I know that you were yes. rooting for them this year. Yes, I'm I have very a financial sorry. stake in the Minnesota Wild, and I'm with the fans. If Boudreaux can't get them in the playoffs, fire them, clean house, start over. Uh, you know, it's unacceptable what this team has done so far from my 30,000 feet and $500 investment looking down on them. Oh, wow. That much? So, on the yes. wild? Oh, my gosh. Why did you not call me? Oh, I would have told you. Once Matt Dumbo went down, there was no chance, not that there was a chance to begin with. But when's Matt Dumbo coming back? I don't know if he is coming back this year. Oh God! Yeah, I can pretty, <laughs> mu- I can pretty much rip up that ticket, huh? Uh, yeah, I think you can. Well, Andrew, right, uh, we can follow Andrew uh, on Twitter at the Pony P O N I Express. One of the better Twitter names I think is out there. And uh, Andrew, I appreciate your time, and you bet, uh, we'll, we'll talk Anytime, again soon. Brother. Thanks, you man. Bet. I'll see you. You bet. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.